Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, I got a really special one for you guys. I got my friend, my brother, Trip Kramer, on the podcast today to talk to you about how to create sexual tension with women. This is so damn important in your first conversations. If you actually want to get a phone number where she'll text you back, a lot of guys can yank numbers, but they don't get replies. And this is one of the big reasons as to why they don't. So without further ado, boys, let's go ahead and jump into the interview. What is up, Trip? How you been, brother? What's up, man? I've been good. When was the last time I was on here? I think it was like a year ago. Was it last year? Maybe it was. Yeah, you killed it, man. So I reached back out to Trip, guys. As I said in the introduction, this is the man to talk to. He has the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I mean, come on now, a perfect fit for the UMP. So Trip and I were talking about what to talk about on today's podcast. And we were talking about being a challenge, creating tension in that first conversation is so important. And a lot of guys don't get numbers, or if they do get a number, they don't get a text back because they neglect to do this. And it's really important. So Trip is going to bring the thunder today, boys. He's going to absolutely knock your socks off with the information he's about to show you. So Trip, I'll let you take it away, brother. Just do awesome. your podcast and I'll be standing by chilling. Awesome. If you need me, you let me know. <laughs> I love it. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on again, man. I, uh, I'm a fan of yours. I think you give great advice. And there's not many of us guys who are giving dating advice to guys on just in podcasts in general. And uh, I'm glad that one of the other guys out there who's doing it is as cool as you. And I appreciate, appreciate that. It. So it is really cool to be here. Also, I know that we did talk about before we started this episode about how to deal with rejection. I think towards the end, because I know that you you said you like talking about some of the more philosophical stuff and theory stuff and mindsets. I would like to talk about that at the end of this episode even though I know it's not exactly related to this topic. Although it kind of is because at the end of the day, let me tell you something. When you are going out there and you're trying to build tension with a woman, when you're in a conversation with her and you're going to be doing things that you're going to hear today that might be outside of your comfort zone, you may get rejected. right? No matter what happens, no matter what I say, no matter what Mark says or any other dating coach out there, not everything works 100% of the time. And you have to be, you have to understand that and you have to be okay with that, that it's not always going to hit. But then again, if you don't do anything, then nothing's going to hit, right? So you have to do something and you have to try some things. So we'll talk about that. Then we'll talk a little bit about rejection. But yeah, so I have a system called TED. This is my formula for building attraction. And with TED, it's part of another formula that has to do with getting compliance. And the reason why I want to bring this up first is because I want you to understand where this all fits in. So then you'll understand, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't want to just give you guys a bunch of techniques and you try it and you don't understand where it fits in the big process. So the formula that I teach is comfort plus attraction equals compliance. So when you're going out there and you're meeting women, and this can be online, this can be in person, wherever you are meeting women, if you want to get her to comply, which is the goal, right? The goal is compliance. If you want to get her to comply to your requests, you need to be, build comfort 
and attraction. This has been around for a long time. This is like almost mystery method stuff. He talks a lot about this. It's just in a very much, in my opinion, a much more complicated formula. But he does talk a lot about comfort, about attraction, how they both need to be there. So just to sum it up, to not make this too complicated for you, comfort just means making her feel comfortable around you, making her feel safe around you. And if there's no comfort there, then there's going to be rejection. She's not going to feel like she wants to be around you or comply. If there's a lot of comfort, which is what most guys do, and there's no attraction, i.e. tension, then you're going to be in the friend zone, which is another problem. And a lot of guys end up in the friend zone who are trying this stuff out or maybe don't know and are trying to do something. That's what I used to do when I was younger, all the way up until I was like 24 years old. All I was doing was building comfort with no attraction, no tension. And this was landing me in the friend zone. So that's why it's very important to learn how to build tension when you're in a conversation. So again, the formula is comfort plus attraction equals compliance. So when you have comfort, you're building comfort. When you're building attraction, then she will say yes to your advances. She'll say yes to giving you her number. She'll respond to your text messages. She'll say yes to meeting you on a date. She'll go on a date with you. She will go back to your place with you. She will have sex with you. Or if you meet her out one night, then maybe it all happens even that faster. It just happens to the point where she's complying really fast because you build so much attraction and comfort that maybe you do take her home that night. That can happen as well. So you need both of those in there. And today, I'm not going to talk about comfort. That's a, that's a whole other episode. But we're going to talk about attraction. And I'm going to teach you one piece of attraction, which is tension and building tension. So Mark, I know you know this stuff really well, but was that clear enough to start? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And I, I call comfort, you guys may have heard me talk about it, trust and connection. So we all refer to it differently. Mystery method, man. Oh, that's that brings me back to 2003 when I started the what was it? The three steps of attracting a girl. And this is a one, a two, a three, m one, m two. It is genius. It is. Yeah. It is amazing. And so I'm never gonna, uh, you know, I'm never gonna tease about it or make fun of it. It clearly works. I just remember for me personally. I don't know if this is for you, Mark, but for me. Like I, I wasn't the best student. I had to try really hard to get A's. I just put it that way. And I would get them as much as I could. And in college, I just kind of gave up because I just wasn't a good student. And so I remember when I was learning this stuff, it felt really... It became so bland. Like I'm learning these formulas for attraction. And I just couldn't do it. It was, it was too much for me to really wrap my head around and then try to implement all these little different sectors. So that's why when I learned how to do this, I ended up coming up with my system that mm -hmm. is not... I don't think it's better. It's different. It's just more simplified. It's funny because I even have some guys who have said in comments and stuff that it's oversimplified. And I just can't disagree with that more. Like Nothing can be oversimplified. Mm. It's like the more simplified it is, the easier it is to implement and then implementation can get you results. So anyway... To simplify it, we're talking about tension. There's just a few things you need to know about tension. The first one is basically what you're doing is you're, you're trying to spike emotion. Okay, so that's what tension is. You're trying to spike emotion when you meet her. And there's a few ways that you can do that. 
So one way to do that, this is the main part, is all about being a challenge. Okay, So when you're talking to a woman, you want to be a challenge. So what does this do? When you're a challenge, and I'll explain how to do that in a second, when you're being a challenge to her in conversation, basically, you're communicating that you have boundaries, that you're not going to be with just any woman. And this then sub-communicates to her that you are in an abundance of women. So guys who are not doing this, who are not being a challenge, and they're very... So we'll say even synonymous with hard to get. If you're easy to get, this is saying to her almost that you're desperate, that you don't have any other women in your life. And some, this is very counterintuitive for men because men and women don't think on the same levels. Guys, for a woman, she becomes more attracted to you when she knows or sees that women are attracted to you. This helps her. This is related to this concept called social proof. And this also works very well when a woman sees you with another attractive woman. So if a woman sees you, let's say at a bar with another attractive woman, this actually makes her more attracted to you. And maybe she never even met you yet. Okay, so this is a big concept. So you can actually do this in conversation by being a challenge. By when you're talking to her, saying things like, and this is the technique here, just say to her when you're talking to her, I like girls who. Mm. Okay. So, Mark, we'll use you as an example. What's something that you like? You have a girlfriend or a wife? Yeah, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. What do you like about her? Just name one thing that you like about her, a personality trait, something that she does. Just name any one thing. She's very positive. Okay, perfect. That is great. So when you're talking to a girl, you can say to her, you know, I really like girls who are very optimistic and positive. Mm. Okay, so what does this do? This communicates to her what you're looking for. It communicates that you're not going to be with just anybody. And it actually gets her to qualify to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you're building rapport with her, you're building comfort, and all of a sudden you, you, know, you guys are talking, you say, you know, I really like girls who are super positive. You're going to get her to respond. And of course, this doesn't happen every time. But if you build some good rapport, she's going to say, oh, I'm totally positive. Yeah, I hate when people are, are negative. I'm a super positive person. Or if it doesn't really get that reaction, you can also say, you know, I really like girls who are super positive. I'm curious, is that you? Mm. Right? So you're even just making it less of a statement, more of a question to get her to respond to it. So and then you can continue this. If she, either way, so this is cool, whatever she responds, and either way, there's a really good response to it. So either she's gonna be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally positive. That's so me. Now she's qualifying herself to you. Boom, you're building attraction right there. You're spiking emotion and you're getting her to chase you. Now she could respond and say, oh, I'm a totally negative person. So either this is a shit test and she's messing with you, or she truly is a negative person and she's just saying, you know, that she's not the person that you like. Well, then you can tease her back and this is going to build even more tension. And you can say something like, oh, well, then you know what? You and I would never get along. Yep. Okay. You know what? We should just end the conversation right here. Yep. You know, so you don't want to fall into the trap where if she says, so we'll use another example. Let's say you say, uh, you know, I like girls who like to see live music. So you say to her, you know, I really like girls who like to see live music. Is that you? And she goes, no, I actually hate live music. Then you can say back to her, like, oh, you know what? We're never going to get along. This is not going to work. If you say the opposite and say, 
oh, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal to me. Like, I, you know, <laughs> she's like, well, I like to sit at home and I like to just listen to music with my headphones. And you say, oh, well, actually, I like to do that too. Mm. Now you're qualifying yourself and now you're chasing her. She's yeah. going to pick up on that. And then the whole thing is not only ruined, but it's going to make you even look less attractive, right? So it's really about holding your frame, holding true to who you are, saying those things and getting her to chase. So that's a that's one big aspect of building tension in a conversation. One thing I want to add to that is I'll often say, I really like women who are super positive. You're not negative, are you? And instead of saying, are you positive? I phrase it in the negative and she'll be like, no, no, I'm not negative. And I'll be like, oh, really? So so what would you, what would you say if this happened? And I'll set up a hypothetical situation. And the more you get her to comply, which is really what we're getting at, the more she's getting attracted because of cognitive dissonance. She's convincing herself that, why am I selling myself to this dude? And what you're doing is you're setting up these hoops for her to jump through, which when she does, she gets more attracted to you. Guys, never try to sell yourself to a woman. I've said it a million times in this podcast that like Trip alluded to, if you're like, well, no, you're right. Like listening to headphones at home is really cool. I actually prefer that too. Boom, you're getting blown out so hard. Your pants are going to fly off when the concussion hits. Do not do it. Trip, go ahead. I want to add to that too. You, you brought up something that was really huge there. Hypothetical situations is a great, great way of getting a girl interested in conversation. So that's a really good thing to bring up any hypothetical situation at all. So you could say like, would you ever date a homeless person? Like that would be a hypothetical situation. You could say, what would you do right now if I just took off all my clothes and started running around the bar? Right. I don't know. I just came up with that one just off the off the fly. So any kind of hypothetical, crazy situation, bringing it up. What does this do? This makes conversation more interesting. It doesn't necessarily build tension. So we're going a little off topic, but I just wanted to add to that. But it does make conversation just a little bit more interesting. So you can then continue the conversation to then do more things that will build tension. So another way of building tension in a conversation, which is a very common one, we don't have to go too deep into it, it's pretty obvious, is eye contact. But eye contact is a great way to build tension, which also builds connection. So that's another way you do it in conversation. And if you combine really strong eye contact with using the technique I said, that line of, you know, I really like girls who blank, this is just so powerful, so powerful, because it's really communicating to her that you are very, I don't want to say serious, but you're certain. Yeah, that's the word. You're very certain in your ways and who you are. And that comes across as confidence. So, you know, you hear that advice all the time. You just be confident. Well, what does confidence look like? That's an example of what confidence would look like. Being certain in who you are and what you like and communicating it without fear. And eye contact is a great way to do that. So that's a that's another way to build the tension. Another one, I wonder if you talk about this, Mark, is the idea of compliments, of actually withholding compliments. Oh, yeah. Of not complimenting. And it's so, it's it's really hard to do, by the way, because it's so natural for us to just be very nice, especially for us nice guys out there. It's like we're just used to being a nice person, especially people in America. Just that's just who we are. We're just overly nice, whether it's real or not, by the way. We're just overly nice, always nice. And a lot of that comes in the form of giving a compliment or complimenting a girl. 
If you can do your absolute best to withhold compliments, you're going to build tension. And this is going to get her to chase you and chase validation even more. And I get a lot of guys too who say that that feels strange, that feels very fake and manipulative. But I actually think that compliments are manipulative. And I think it's actually more natural and real to not give a compliment because I think most compliments are bullshit. Mm. Is we do that to be nice to get something. Mm. Rarely do we compliment selflessly. And if we're talking about compliments in an approach or on a date or when you're first meeting somebody, 99.9% of the time, you are giving a compliment selfishly, not selflessly. Women will pick up on that. Also, it just doesn't work. Even let's just say you are doing it completely selflessly. You are doing it 100%. It doesn't work because she's heard it a billion times. Mark, what do you think about that? Oh, I completely agree. And I always tell my guys, we work with something, Trip. I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this called the 8100 rule. And essentially, you want to give her about 80% of the pulls that she gives you. Remember, push-pull? That's an old mystery method technique right there. Oh, yeah. So, so pull is basically she's pulling you into her, right? She's making statements of interest. She's giving you compliments, things like this. So the 8100 rule dictates that we give her 80%, roughly or less, of what she's giving us. Because that also works into comfort, as you called it. Because we got to give some. Girl, no girl wants a guy who's completely aloof. So in so doing, I tell my guys, do not compliment her unless she's complimenting you. And even then, you know, make it genuine. I mean, do you really feel that she's a great conversationalist? Or are you saying that to try to earn her approval, make a bad feeling in the conversation turn good? If you're using compliments to try to get something, it's not good. But if you genuinely feel it from your frame, from your filter, that dude, this chick's a great conversationalist, man. She can banter, she can do all these things. And you have a compliment stored up per the 8100 rule, toss it out there and do it from a frame of like, and I say this very carefully, only in the coaching room trip, you know where I'm coming from, of like a father complimenting a daughter, not a, a peasant complimenting the queen of England, that kind of dynamic, which as I always teach you guys, your voice goes down at the end rather than up. If you're like, you're a great conversationalist, it's going to go bad. But if you're like, hey, I got to tell you, like, you're a really good conversationalist. And your voice is just like our voices are right now. No big deal. Not under social pressure. It's going to go well for you. So that's what I teach around compliments. But yeah, man, using a compliment to try to get something, which nice guys do. And you're right. Nice guys are the biggest manipulators. That is not good to use those compliments with a ulterior motive of gaining something that you want from her. I like to say also, if you really want to build the tension, you really want to make it real thick, is if she's giving you a compliment, if you want to give it back to her, give it back to her in like a really half-assed way. Okay. <laughs> so um, give me, let's, let's role play just for a second. What's like another example of a compliment a girl might say to a guy when she's flirting with him and giving him the pole? Oh my God, Trip, your curly hair is so sexy. <laughs> Right now, just the poof. Okay. It's just working for me right now, Trip. It's really nice. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So I would say back to that. I would say, first of all, I'd say, I'd say, thank you. I appreciate that. And yours, yours is not so bad. <laughs> right. So I would, I would respond back and say, yours, yours is okay. Yours is, yours is pretty good. Like you give her the, 
Yeah, it's not bad. And by the way, you do with a smile, right? So this is just a, is a tease. Right, this right. won't even be considered a neg. It would just be like a tease because you're clearly joking, but you're not giving her all that validation yet. So this can this gets her to continue the validation, right? So you're just saying something in a way where it's not all the way there. Like yours is is not so bad too. That would be a bad time to like actually give a full tease because it's like, yeah, she just, you got to be a little bit more socially aware. She just gave you a compliment. If you come back really harsh, she's going to be like, well, fuck this guy, you know, like, all right, whatever. But coming back with like a, just a half-assed, like, yeah, yours is all right. Yeah, yours is not so bad. Or, you know, she's like, oh, you have really good style. You smell really good. Yeah, I think you smell pretty good too. I mean, I think it's okay. I don't know. You know, just like unsure, doing it with a smile. Guarantee you, try this out. Guarantee she gives you a playful slap right after that. Mm. Guarantee it. Mm. She takes her hand, slaps your shoulder, slaps your chest, has a smile on her face, and is like, you're such a jerk. Da, da, da. If she does that, guarantee at that point, she is very attracted to you. You've built up that that buying temperature, so to speak, and uh, and you're in a good place. So always be playing with that tension and making sure. And by the way, you got to remember, guys are really obsessed with wanting to give the compliment or giving the poll. You're already doing that by giving her the attention. Yep. The fact that you went over, you approached, you're there, you're talking to her, you're giving her eye contact. That is more than enough. That is more than enough. You do not need to be doing anything else to communicate to her or sub-communicate to her that you're interested. You just don't... The guys always, they always ask me and say, well, how is she going to know? Like, for example, with like texting, guys always want to know, like, well, what should I be texting or should I be texting her? Like, if I don't text her in between the dates, she's going to think that I don't like her. And I say, if you always have a date set up, then that's never going to happen. The whole act of you leading, which by the way, is another part of building attraction. Remember, we were talking about the attraction formula. Leading or dominance is all you need. That's all you need to show her. If she's still unsure, she'll never be unsure to the point where she's going to reject you. It's always going to be, maybe she's unsure, but she's going to be sticking around long enough to still want to be with you. Now, of course, there's a balance, right? It's like if a girl text messages you, how's your day in between you know, a date that you might have set up? This is a very big, big sign of attraction. The girl's taking time out of her day to text you and start a conversation. She's super interested in you. But if you text back like a whole day later, that's going to be hard, right? She's going to see that as like, okay, maybe he really isn't interested. Do you have to respond back right away? No, you don't. Within a couple hours is fine. Maybe you answer the question. So it's always about, yes, you're being there, you're leading, but you're not giving her so much and that keeps her interested. And this is what women want. This is the type of attraction that they're looking for. We're not frustrating them. They're not going to be pissed off. You're not playing with their emotions. Of course you're not because you're actually showing you're interested. But it's just keeping, it's just teetering on the edge and they love this. And this is what keeps them very interested in the guy. When you compliment her back, like if she's like, oh, Trip, I love, I love the poofy hair on your head, right? And you're like, yeah, you're, you're, yours is pretty good too. One thing I like to do is say yes while I'm nodding no. So I could be looking at her and be like, your hair is awesome too. And guys, I'm like nodding my head no right now. Or you kind of look at her with like scrunched eyes, like kind of look at her head, kind of look to her right ear and her left ear and be like, 
Yeah, yours is awesome too, right? And that's a way to, it's like mixed signals. And it's kind of like that push-pull element that we've been speaking about, which creates a lot of sexual tension. So good stuff coming out of this, man. What else we got? I like it. So, okay, let's see. So that's all I have for tension. So that's tension right there, which is part of the bigger formula of attraction that I teach. It's called TED. So that was tension. T is for tension. D is for dominance. And then E is for entertainment. So we can, I'll just dive further into it, even though now we're off of the topic of tension, but entertainment is about talking about topics that are entertaining to you and her. We actually just did that a second ago. So we were talking about hypothetical situations. That's what plays into that. That's what plays into that. So really to give you an overview of what all this looks like is when you're going over and talking to a woman, it's basically this mixture of hey, we're bullshitting, we're talking about some some boring things, but then you're spiking emotions with tension and keeping the conversation engaging with topics that are interesting. So that could be hypothetical situations. It could be another proven one is anything about dating or relationships, you bring that up. Not like who she... Well, you could ask her who she's dating, but that's not really specifically what I'm talking about. But it's talking about the topic of dating or relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, so saying anything about like, oh, what was the, you know, you ask her, what was the weirdest date you've ever been on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that will keep her engaged. Talking about astrology, that's such a, like, just women always have an opinion on astrology. So talking about engaging, entertaining topics that are interesting for her, for you, plus building the tension, plus a little bit of mixture of some boring talk that will just naturally happen. Oh, so where are you from? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. All of that combined with, giving her really good eye contact, talking in downward tonality. Mm. As long as you do all those things in no specific order and just practice it over and over and over again, while by the way, you can use all of this stuff, you will still get rejected. You will increase your chances by 300% of getting more women interested in you. So it's really not hard. It's just focusing on some of the things I just discussed and Mark discussed, the three to five things here of building tension, the conversation topics, the leading aspect of it, practicing it over and over and over again. So if you never listen to a podcast episode ever again or watch a YouTube video ever again and just listen to this one over and over and just use some of these concepts and just drill it with as many women as you can, you will get better and you will see yourself getting lots and lots and lots of dates. So. I said I'd promise earlier that we talk a little bit about rejection. And I'll give you just a quick mindset here about rejection. So there's all these different ways to think about rejection. In the context of what we're talking about today, I want you to think about this. Rejection is always inevitably part of the equation of getting better with meeting women. So as long as you accept that, that's like the first step is really accepting that's part of it. So you're knowing that, okay, no matter what happens, no matter how good I do, rejection is going to come. Hopefully that helps at least make you feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that it's not something that you should ever try to avoid. It's just going to happen. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to know what to do with it. It's just going to happen and that's it and let it happen. Mm. And the thing is, is you got... So the mindset is you want to go into learning how to meet women with trying to get better at the skill set of meeting women. So a lot of guys that I coach and I work with, they really 
when we first start, they take every approach so seriously and they take it where like, oh, I didn't get a number this time. Like they, It's funny. They always say it to me in one of the first sessions or second sessions, they go, yeah, yeah, I talked to her, but I didn't get a number. And I'm like, it's funny that you're even telling me that. I don't even care if you got a number. And apparently the fact that you're telling me that you care. Yep. So you're just really focused on the end result or what's happening, what you need to do. And what made the flip for me in my brain when I was learning this, that I remember not learning from Mystery Method or any of these guys, the flip that I made in my head is I need to use every opportunity and every chance and every approach to laser focus, only just get better at these little baby skill sets that Mark and I talk about. That's it. So even if you get a number, by the way, cool, that's awesome. But really, it still shouldn't be this, wow, amazing. I got a number. She responded. I even got a date. I got laid. Like, who cares? Great. That was one time that happened. Big deal. I want you to be more excited about you getting better at the process. Going, for example, wow, you know, when I was in that conversation, I was able to use that one technique where I said to the girl that, you know, I really like this and I got that reaction out and it wasn't that smooth, but I tried it and it kind of worked or I tried it and I got better. I want you to be excited about that. I want you to be really excited about the process so that that is the overwhelming feeling inside of you versus trying to avoid rejection. So stop basically in a nutshell, the best way I can put this is stop playing defense and start playing offense. This is not a game of defense in the way that I look at it. Okay. So in most games, like you're playing, it's kind of like playing guitar, like a skill like that. Like there's no defense there. It's just offense, meaning you're just trying to try to get it right. So that's how I want you to think about this. And I know that that's hard to do because there is someone there who can reject you. So it feels like you have to get defensive and, and your guard goes up, but focus on offense, getting better on the skill set not caring what happens with the outcome. And you're going to, by the way, doing this, I would say, in my opinion, I'd hope for everyone else, this is what makes it fun. This is what makes it actually enjoyable and a fun process to go through. And of course, you know what happens when it's more fun? You do it more. What happens when you do it more? You get better at it. So that's how I see it in terms of looking at rejection and how that ties into the process. Yeah. And I always say to trip to my guys, it's about your effort, not the result. You can't control if she has a boyfriend, you can't control if you're her type, you can't control if she just got fired by her boss or she got in a fight with her mom, but you can't control your effort and how many numbers you put on the board for that week of approaching, right? I don't care how many numbers my guys get either. I, I congratulate them like good job, but really I just want to see that 20 a week. And that's what I make my guys do 20 approaches a week. And it's the effort, not the result. Did you get your 20 in? Did you approach a girl you were slightly intimidated by? Did you walk over there with your heart beating and the adrenaline pumping and feel that sensation and do it anyway, like a man does with courage and a full heart? Then I'm proud of you. I don't even care how the conversation went because as you said, and I love that guitar analogy. I've never heard that before. It's a skill set. It's a skill set that needs to be developed with reps upon reps, just like you sitting there playing the guitar or the analogy I like to use is the batting cages, right? Just ball after ball comes and you just take swing after swing. You get better eventually, but it's not necessarily the result. How many home runs did I hit? It's did I get in that batting cage and give it my best effort? If I did, pat on the back, good job. Why? Because I'm internally validated, not externally. When you're externally validated, looking for the woman to validate you, you're in your feminine energy masculine energy is about the numbers. It's towards oriented and it's internally validated. Did I do the work? Yes, I did. Then 
whatever. I don't care what she said. I like that. That's cool. I like also the batting cages analogy too, because it almost sets it up like it's not a game, right? It's like, that's kind of the cool thing about meeting women and, and learning pickup and all this stuff is that there's never, and nor do I want ever any guy to feel this way, that there's like a championship game. Like there's a lot of pressure when you're actually playing a sport. Like there's a, th- those games count towards, are you going to win, you know, get the championship ring? Are you going to get the trophy? It doesn't exist in meeting women because you have an infinite number of amount of women to meet, which I know that's not literal. There's only actually so many women on planet earth, but you'll never be able to talk to all of them. So the number actually is infinite because you'll never run out of people or women to talk to or have an opportunity with. So don't ever see that really hot girl, at the bar or the really hot girl, at the party and go, Oh man, this is the hot one. This is my chance. No, yeah. this is your chance to practice all the skills on the girl that you're attracted to, which then, of course, you're going to have that moment again many times over. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Trip. One thing I wanted to share with you in the way of like tension, I love to do this. Most of my guys have heard it before, but it's so good. I ask, do you like to travel? And they always say yes. And then I push them, Trip, and I say travel over there. (laughs) That's amazing. Gangster, bro. That creates so much tension. You're getting slapped on the arm so much attraction. So it's that being a challenge, pushing her away that works really well. So Trip, awesome stuff. So glad you came on today. Tell the boys where they can find you and anything else you want to lead them to. Cool. Yeah, guys. If you're listening here on any of the podcast platforms, you can check out my podcast. It's called How to Talk to Girls. And that's on everywhere where podcasts are listened to. So check that out. And you can listen to uh, some of the things that I'm talking about over there and learn more about uh, attraction, comfort, and of course, how to talk to girls because that's what it's called. You guys know that I hardly let anybody on my podcast trip. I don't know about you, but bro, every day, it's like five emails, right? Can I come on, come on, come on? And I reached out to Trip because real recognizes real. And just sitting here talking to him, I'm kind of watching him on Zoom. And I'm like, man, this guy is very comfortable with himself. I'm watching a master at work right now, a podcast master. So I highly suggest you go check out his show. And Trip is very unselfish where he really helped me get started as well as Marnie of the Ask Women podcast. He really helped me a lot. So I always want to help Trip out. And I want you guys to go listen to his podcast, give it a five-star rating. And for God's sakes, hire this man as a coach because he knows what he's talking about. So Trip, once again, thank you so much, brother. Always appreciated. We'll have you on again. And boys, go listen to his podcast right now after this one finishes. Keep going, brothers. Remember, rejection means nothing. It's all about your interpretation and it's the effort, not the results. Thanks again for listening, boys. And I will see you in the next episode.